I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On this week's special bonus episode of Where's Your Head At, we will be recapping our live show. We'll be telling you all about our favourite parts, behind the scenes, and what happened after the show. Stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hi, Matt. Hello, Anna. How are you feeling? It's been nearly a week after the show. Are you still buzzing? Are you come down yet or what's going on? <laughs> still up in the clouds? I'm still buzzing. The energy from that night was just so high. The audience were amazing. We were blown away, weren't we? It was unbelievable. I mean, I've won a Royal Rumble in front of two and a half thousand people in the wrestling ring and their energy had nothing on the Where's Your Head At audience. They were unbelievable. Yeah. My favourite part was when we first walked onto stage and everyone was just applauding. It was an amazing moment and we've both spoken about it. Everyone was up and about and they were just having fun, right? I couldn't believe, like we said it before, I couldn't believe that so many people came to watch us. Like we speak about it all the time. We just come in here and chat and like it's not real to think that all those people are listening to us. It's almost surreal in a way. It's pretty weird though because like when we first announced that we were doing a live show, we were like, fuck, what if no one comes? (laughs) And to have a sold out show was just like mind blowing. Like we were so blown away and like we're filled with so much gratitude at the moment. It was also pretty cool just to see the demograph of the audience because we've always talked about like wondering like what they look like, who they are, like what they do. So we thought the demograph obviously, and this is majority of it were girls around what you say like. 18, 18, 25, 25 around that. But surprisingly enough, the demograph of our audience is massive and it's, it's full of everyone, all sorts of people, isn't it? Yeah. And like, also like we have people listening to us from so many different countries and that just makes this podcast so exciting. And I know we've said it before, but we just want to thank you guys for sharing this podcast with your friends because so many people that we spoke to from the audience were telling us about how they've shared it with their friends and their friends now listen to us. And we really are becoming this really big family and it's just cool. Hey, it's unbelievable. Well, speaking of the demograph, Anna and the miscellaneous ages that were through the audience. <laughs> now, do you want to do you want to touch on it first? How do we? <laughs> this story is hilarious, actually. This is one of the best stories that came out of the night. So, basically, Matt and I were doing a dress rehearsal earlier in the day. Dressed rehearsal. We'll stress that. <laughs> Dressed being the keyword. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was this like old guy who came in and sat at the back. He was like. Let's describe him for everyone so they have a picture of him. He was about, 
He was probably in his 70s. He had like this gray beard, gray longish hair. A leather jacket on. He yep. had tattoos on his hand. I could see tattoos on his arm. Tattooed. Had a massive beer in hand. Ooh, I was jealous <laughs> of that. I was like, give me that. But he came and sat down and I was sitting there on the stage. We were going over everything. I was like, is anyone going to ask this guy to leave? Like he's blatantly walked past the staff on the door. The bartenders haven't even looked up. So I was like, uh, you know what I thought to myself? I was like, does this guy own the SP? Is that why no one's saying anything? I was like, what's going on here? I think that the staff of the SP, which is the venue that we had our live show at, um, thought that he was with us. And then there was a part of me that thought that maybe he was with one of them. I 100% thought he was with them. I was like, no one's saying anything. So I, I'm not going to stand up and say, oi, mate, what are you doing sort of thing. But anyway, we were like, whatever, like he can listen in. It is what it is. We forgot about it. Bigger fish to fry. (laughs) (laughs) We we were a little stressed at that point because we were like, holy shit. Seeing all the chairs laid out in the room before we actually did the show, we were like – as if there's going to be enough people to fill all of these chairs. I, I first walked in and I took content of it and I was going to send it to you and Amber, our producer, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait for you guys to get the same feeling I had when I walked in and see how unbelievably, like, how unbelievable this looks. Yeah, how it was, surreal. It was pretty breathtaking. Mm. Um, and shout out to Electric Confetti for our backdrop because that looked stunning. It was, like, twinkling in the light. Came up unbelievable. Um, but anyway, so... Fast forward to Matt and I side stage just before we're about to go on. And if you follow me on Instagram, which is Anna McAvoy 21, I have put up a video of this so you can go back and look. And in the very right hand side front row is this older guy in the audience. And I was like, I'm very surprised to see him here. He did catch my eye. He did. When I walked out, he actually caught my eye. He He was smack bang in the middle of the front row. Like, to the yeah. side but he was in the front row and I was like oh gee whiz he actually was coming in to watch us he didn't get lost on his track <laughs> through the SP. I was like what is going on here yeah so anyway halfway through the show this guy walks out and I was kind of like not surprised because he's not our demographic but also totally open to any demographic who wants to listen that's fine and also thank you to him for the, buying a ticket that night and coming along <laughs> and, and enjoying what he did But anyway, we were like talking to some people who were in the audience after the show. And do you want to take this away, Matt? Yeah. So uh, shout out to Janine and Craig. I'll touch on them later. But I went back and had drinks with them and they were telling me about, they said, did you see the guy in the front row? And I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I did actually. I did. And they were like, well, so they got chatting to him. And what did he say to them, Anna? (laughs) So basically the guy sitting beside the older guy was kind of like, this guy looks a little bit out of place here. I'm going to ask him like, you know, like what he loves about the podcast. So the guy beside him turns to him and goes like, Hey, like, like you're, you're, where's your head out fan? And the guy's like, what? I thought this was a strip show. (laughs) Yeah. So this guy, this-, so this poor guy has come to our show, probably seen the title "Where's Your Head At," has somehow sexualized that. Which I mean, you know, it's it's, it's not, not a hard. stretch. Shout not out, a stretch. shout out to Aubrey Have who made it very funny gag of that. Yeah, but he, I think he's gone. Where's your head at? A strip show. He's like, oh, okay, I'll put my head in some titties then. That's where my head's gonna be at. <laughs> this guy's probably saw us in the dress rehearsal, been like, these two are dressed, but I know there's a show coming later tonight. Let's see them get undressed. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, so the guy asked me, he said, oh, I thought this was a strip show. And he said, no, my wife's a massive listener of the show and it's a podcast about relationships. So he's got up during the show, mid-show, mind you, I saw him get up. I saw him get up. Yeah, and he's walked off to the bar. And I remember him coming back and he's got like, now he's got a, a, a straight scotch on the rocks, two fingers of scotch, <laughs> and he's sitting there. And this is all happening while we're trying to prof- like do the show. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, what is this guy's deal? Who is he lost? What's going on? But I think he got up and left after that. He realized that this isn't a strip show. And I mean, look, we know the show is great. Um, so many people gave us like beautiful compliments after the show saying that they loved it. But look, we just, we can't compare to a strip show, can we? We can't. <laughs> and you know, if one guy walks out, so be it. The rest of the, the rest of the audience was full. But yeah, it's just so funny. Like this old guy in the front row is probably thinking, I'm getting a front row show to these two naked in about 10 minutes time. <laughs> Little did he know that we were just going to talk absolute garbage about our relationships and how fucked they were. And he was getting to see nothing else. <laughs> Well, I hopefully he found his way to baby kittens or maybe the spearmint. <laughs> okay, moving on. Matt, what was your favourite part of the show? Oh, geez. I loved it all, but I did love Jackson's um, Blind Date. That it was, was unbelievable. Great. The girls involved, kudos to them. They were they took it on and they were they were amazing with it. Um, Chelsea won, yes. She was hilarious. She was giving him a bit of sass, which I loved. That was and it was great. getting a bit toxic. Like she was giving him very mixed signals and it was very funny. One minute she's like I, the OnlyFans give me the ick, then she's saying I'm gonna subscribe to your OnlyFans. <laughs> and then Jackson loved it. Good on him. And he um he picked her. Do we know? what happened to them I saw him having some drinks they had a date at the back but I actually didn't ask him if they exchanged numbers did you no I didn't but I hmm, shouldn't be saying this but I did see him chatting to one of the other girls that was on stage <gasps> no so you didn't I did what one um the blonde head one I'm blonde not great with names D <laughs> she was D D okay Jamie I think I think maybe we'll have to get an update from Jackson on that one because maybe there was a bit of like a rendezvous after the show. Maybe, Who knows? maybe. <laughs> okay, so my favourite part though was definitely Matt's story. So Anna and myself, we love Matt. We've known Matt for ages now and we did not know he was going to come up on we stage. We did not expect it. And his story, Death by Dick, I, like, I'm surprised he hasn't told us about that yet. I was like, holy shit, this is hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. I, I've, I've never heard anything like it. So we know Matt very well. We did not actually word him up to do this. He uh, <laughs> he took it upon himself to come up and tell us this story. And I'm so grateful that he did because that was hilarious. That's so funny. Okay, well, look, Matt and I are going to talk all things breakups and wedding invites next. Okay, Matt. So one of the things that I was not expecting from the live show, and this wasn't just a one-time thing. This yeah. happened three times in the night. People telling us that they had broken up with their partners after listening to this podcast. So we're a lot of things that wears your head out. And I thought the instigator of breaking up couples was not one of them. I thought we're here to make people lovey-dovey, get into it, <laughs> to get through breakups, but not to cause them. And I, I think that was wild. I kind of like love the reasoning behind it. What to find a guy like me. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Matt, Matt just pulls in the compliments. Yeah, that's no. all I heard from it. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> no, I think like it's kind of like really refreshing to hear that the things that we are saying are really resonating with people and it is kind of changing their perspectives, even going as far as – you know, breaking up with people because their perspective on things have changed. So, I mean, definitely something I wasn't expecting. But then, like, once I was over the initial shock of people telling me that their relationships had ended because of me and you, yeah. their reasoning behind it kind of made sense. Like, one girl, I mean, she was on our live show. She was talking about how her boyfriend was kind of, like, quit his job and she ran her own business and was kind of, like, this boss. And, like, she kind of felt like he was dragging her down. And, I mean... I guess in scenarios like that, like it is good to kind of just be like, you know what, like if you're not lifting me up and serving me, then I don't need to be with you anymore. And that really goes for anyone that's listening to this podcast as well still now. If it goes without saying that if your partner is doing that, I suggest maybe looking at other things or maybe taking a step back and looking at the relationship (laughs) and finding a guy that's emotionally (laughs) intelligent or what was it as me, as myself. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Matt's breaking up more couples by the second. Yeah, I am. Well, there was another couple now. So Janine and Craig, I know their names because I made very good friends with them. You did. So They were front row. They were front row. So Janine's an avid listener of the podcast. She told me she listens to it on her runs and her walks and all that sort of stuff. She informed us that our podcast helped her get through her toxic 20-year marriage breakup. So she broke up with her husband about a year ago when we started and um, she listened to our podcast every day and it got her through to the point where she met her now engaged to fiancé Craig. Yeah. So they were drinking with my mates when I came down from after the show. They were sitting there drinking with them. We were all chatting I was like, all right, well, the SB's kicked us out now. It's gotten too late, so we're getting kicked out. So then we've gone to my mate's house and kept drinking, and they're like, well, we want to keep going. And I was like, well, you're more than welcome to come. Like, let's go. So Janine and and Craig came back. We were drinking for a while. They were talking to him, and I got to know them, and their wedding is in March. (laughs) And they have invited Anna and myself to the wedding. So that's going to they didn't just invite me and that. They also invited Michael and Jen. So they've given very kindly four invites to us. We have RSVP'd and we are going to do a podcast on this wedding because, I mean, we did say at the live show that we really wanted to have a where's your head at couple and I feel like we can claim this. I reckon we do. So I reckon this is a plan. We'll get them on to the podcast. We'll do an episode with them. We'll, we'll hear their story and then we'll go to the wedding and we'll report on their wedding and see how it goes. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. I'm actually very excited. I've already got the invitation printed off and stuck up on the fridge. Yeah, and like to be honest, I did speak to Janine after the show and she really opened up to me as well. And it was actually a really beautiful moment. Like she was like, you know, I'm 52. Like I know I'm not in like the demographic of your podcast, but I just love it and I resonate with it. And, you know, that's all that we as like co-hosts have ever wanted. And Mm -hmm. it's so amazing knowing that the podcast is getting out to more and more people and like it really does feel like a little family. So 
Matt and I are going to a wedding and we just wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you. Um, our appreciation is just through the roof, isn't it? It is. Like I said up there, we're completely humbled and honoured to have you all there. Yeah. And it's worth mentioning right now that we've started a Facebook group. So everyone can join. We're going to be on there. We're going to be active. So just request to join. The link's in our bio. We're going to ask you the questions. You can ask us questions. We'll ask about what you think, what you want to hear. Ask us questions that we can answer on the podcast. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. A big where's your head out family. Yeah, absolutely. We've already started like discussing future episodes with people. So it's all going on in there. It's heaps of fun. And I know that so many people have been asking us to do more live shows. And we just want to let you know we're on it. I think Valentine's Day could be the next live show. We aren't going to announce where, but it's in the cards. We're looking working into it. on it. We're looking into it and um, we want to meet more of you because we were truly blown away. Okay, before we before we go, I just want to clarify one thing. I want to, I've been wanting to touch on this. Yes. I was getting a lot of questions asked. It came in this truth or shot section. I was asked if I had broken the law and been to jail. Oh, yeah. So I just want to clarify what happened was I was flying in Europe and I'd obviously been modeling in Milan for an extended amount of time and I did not actually have a visa. My management and agency did not take care of that. So I'd flown into England and they were looking through British customs or looking through my passport and they could not find any visas. And I'm 19 at the time. I've got no idea what I need and what I don't need. So they've said, where's your visa? I was like, I don't have one. I don't know what that is. My management didn't give me one. (laughs) What what, what do you want from me? what's that? Yeah, what do you want from me? So they've gone, okay, let's, all right, let's just ask you some further questions. They've put me in a holding cell. But then I've come out, they've done my mug shots. I've asked to have a look at them and if they could send them to me on Instagram. <laughs> they were like, they, I don't think you grasp what's happening here, mate. He's like, how's the content looking? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you grasp what's happening. Do my fingerprints. I was in there for eight hours. At the end of the day, they interviewed me, good cop, bad cop. They let me out, but they said I have to leave England by a certain date. Funnily enough, in the time that I came back to Australia and went back to England the next year, I got my British passport. So yeah, because you're British. <laughs> yeah. Did you fail to mention that? Yeah. So yeah, I did. I, I said I could have my British passport. I just haven't got it. And right. they were like, blah blah blah. So I just walked straight through customs. And I remember the girl was like, "Welcome back." And I was like, "Oh, oh I think she said, welcome home.'" And I was like, "Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you very much." Well, look, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that um, no one thinks I'm a jailbird, <laughs> spending some time in lockup after you admitted that you've been in jail I felt like I was like really uncool I was like no I haven't been in jail (laughs) not yet (laughs) apart from that like there was nothing really else about the show that was to really touch on that everything else I think went smooth yeah it did we had an amazing time we loved meeting you guys we are going to be doing it again very soon so keep your eyes peeled and we just want to say thank you so much keep sharing the podcast it means the world to us Everyone that came again, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. It was um, it was truly amazing to see you all there. And we hope you enjoyed this special bonus episode. If you like this, let us know. Contact us via our socials because we might do a couple more of these a week. Okay, until next time. Bye.